Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Saturday, May 20th, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin with AEW news. The company has penciled in Daly's place in Jacksonville, Florida as a backup location for the television debut of AEW Collision if the company makes the decision to pull the show from Chicago's United Center. First reported by Fightful's Sean Ross Sapp and later confirmed by the Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer, the 5,500-seat Jacksonville Amphitheater would host the premiere episode of AEW's new Saturday night television show if the show is shifted from the 21,000-seat indoor arena in Chicago. An issue involving the return of CM Punk arose on Tuesday reportedly over the job status of Ace Steel, leading the company to pull all collision advertising materials related to the Chicago native from the show's announcement during the Warner Brothers Discovery upfronts on Wednesday morning. An announcement made on the location of the June 17th debut was expected to happen during last Wednesday night's episode of Dynamite. Instead, AEW Chief Executive Tony Khan stated he would reveal the details on this coming Wednesday's program. In WWE news, last night's episode of WWE SmackDown was broadcast live on Fox from the Thompson Bowling Arena in Columbia, South Carolina. Undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns made an appearance to open the show during an angle in which he was confronted by undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. The Usos jumped Zayn and Owens from behind during the segment, claiming to be protecting Reigns, but Reigns rejected their gesture, which he had not authorized. For the main event, Reigns refused to accompany the Usos for their match against Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar of the LWO. The Usos lost the match, and the show closed with a frustrated Reigns watching from his dressing room. Escobar! Not like this. was a disaster for the Usos, but let it be said, that was from no fault of their own. They got screwed tonight. It doesn't matter, because the Usos lost. And the Tribal Chief is not happy. Also on the show, the tag teams of Pretty Deadly and NXT Women's Tag Team Champions Alba Fire and Isla Dawn made their official SmackDown in-ring debuts with Pretty Deadly defeating Ridge Holland and Butch, and Fire and Dawn beating Valentina Faraz and Ulyssa Leone. AJ Styles appeared on the main roster debut of Grayson Waller's Waller Effect interview segment, discussing his upcoming match against Seth Rollins at Night of Champions to determine the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I trained so hard. You've never seen someone train as hard as me. I believe it. I believe it. Because I knew at some point there would be an opportunity, and here it is, an opportunity to be the World Heavyweight Champion. And I want it more than the air that I breathe. In other results, the Street Profits beat L.A. Knight and Rick Boogs, and Asuka defeated Zelina Vega by submission. Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair made the save after the match, but was blasted once again by Asuka's Mist. 
All Elite Wrestling presented Rampage last night on TNT, featuring matches taped Wednesday night at the Moody Center in Austin, Texas. In the opening match, Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, and John Moxley of the Blackpool Combat Club defeated Bandito and Best Friends when Yuta pinned Chuck Taylor. In an angle later in the show, Adam Cole entered the building and attacked Chris Jericho while Jericho was doing guest commentary in the broadcast booth. The two brawled on the ramp until being pulled apart by security. The main event saw Dustin Rhodes beat Bishop Khan in Rhodes' first singles match in three months. Khan attacked Rhodes after the match along with Brian Cage, Swerve Strickland, and Prince Nana. Keith Lee attempted to make the save but was also overwhelmed by the four attackers. Cage with Keith Lee on his shoulders. I've never seen Keith Lee manhandle like that in my life. I don't think he's ever been, and that's why, and they're not done. And that chair, that could have been disastrous. This is a sadistic group with no conscience. TBS champion Jay Cargill extended her undefeated record to 59-0, defeating two consecutive challengers, Danny B and Genesis, within minutes. When Cargill called for a third challenger, Taya Valkyrie jumped the next challenger on her way down the ramp, stormed the ring, and ran off Cargill, Layla Gray, and Smart Mark Sterling. Is she answering the open challenge here tonight? She's a veteran. And, she and, knows her opportunities are not going to come along every week. And, and look at Mark Sterling argue with Bryce oh, Rensburg. Wow. A shot Layla. for great. Yeah, got a clothesline on. The champ. Taya dressed in black here. And Taya Valkyrie. Right to Valhalla! The last time these two met, that move was banned. But now Taya back from suspension and just firing a shot. Now, who's that bitch? I'll see you at double or nothing. Wow! There you go. In other results, the acclaimed and Billy Gunn beat the varsity athletes, and the Gunn brothers and Ethan Page attacked the Hardy Boys and Brother Zay, formerly known as Isaiah Cassidy. In video game news, AEW's Fight Forever game will be released on Tuesday, June 27th, according to an exclusive report yesterday from Fightful. The date was reportedly chosen to coincide with the AEW New Japan co-promoted Forbidden Door 2 pay-per-view event happening on June 25th. The game has been in development since November 2020 with tentative release dates postponed in the past. An official announcement from AEW is expected next week. In news from Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Night 7 of the Best of the Super Juniors Tournament yesterday in Aomori, Japan. Winning in Block A matches were Hiromu Takahashi, Taiji Ishimori, Leo Rush, Sho, and Doki. Victorious in Block B matches were El Desperado, Yo, Francesco Akira, Robbie Eagles, and Master Wato. And in Lucha Libre news, El Templario vacated the CMLL Mexican National Middleweight title earlier this week after winning the CMLL World Middleweight Championship from Dragon Rojo Jr. last weekend at Arena Mexico. Templario became the first wrestler to ever hold both the middleweight titles at the same time, he had held the Mexican national middleweight title since September of 2021. A tournament is now expected to be held to determine a new Mexican national middleweight champion. Established in 1933, the Mexican national middleweight championship has been recognized over the years by both CMLL and AAA and is the second oldest active wrestling title in the world 
behind only CMLL's Mexican National Heavyweight Championship, which dates back to 1926, predating the promotion itself. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and 7 days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The Wrestling News can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the Wrestling News across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the wrestling news. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network. 